Welcome to the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. I'm your host, Kate Krocko, author, therapist, and business mindset coach. In just 20 minutes a week, I'm going to coach you to your breakthrough, whether you're folding laundry, walking the dog, or in the school pickup line. It's hard to chase your dreams, chase clients, and chase littles at the same time. Your inner critic doesn't have to hold you back anymore. Together, we'll make you the boss of your brain so you can become the confident boss of your business and your life. Ready for your weekly mindset makeover? Let's turn your limiting beliefs into limitless opportunity starting now. Welcome to episode 154 of the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. This week, we are actually going to pause and not begin a new series, but we're going to do a single episode and we're going to talk about something really important. This is something that so many of us have been experiencing, especially over the last year, maybe even almost two years. It's been something that has seemed to escalate for so many people. And I think it's a really important topic. We are going to be talking about compassion fatigue and compassion fatigue, particularly with different causes and how so many of us, we feel for so many people. We feel for so many causes, so many organizations, so many issues that are going on in our world. And we want to help everyone. We want to do it all. Um, So we're going to talk about why it's so important that we learn our own boundaries so that we can be the best champion for these causes, for people, for issues that are going on around our world. And um, this really does play into business because as business owners, it's important that we show our followers, our customers, what we believe in because People are not just buying from us. They're not just buying our service or our product, but they're buying the entire package. They're buying the entire brand. So I'm going to share a little bit about the couple of causes that I am, or the, or even social issues, I should say, that I am very passionate about. And I'm at this moment um, choose, choosing to champion. So without further ado, let's dive into episode 154, the huge elephant in the room. Okay. This is feeling sensory overload, okay? We all are there, feeling overconnected. Our whole society is in a place of more is more. So many have zero left to give because of this more is more mindset. And it's really a detriment, not just to ourselves, but to others when we feel the pressure that we need to always do more. So sometimes when we have social issues going on or we have causes that we really want to champion, it feels easier just to stay silent because we want to speak to all of them. We don't want to miss out. We don't want to leave any out. And it's just exhausting. And we don't have the resources or the time to speak to it all. So again, many people just stay silent because they feel paralyzed. They feel like there's no way possible they could speak to it all. They're afraid that if they only speak to one, they're going to offend people or people are going to think they don't care about another. And so many of us have big hearts and hearts that are in all of these different causes. Again, by championing all of them, we might actually be neglecting our businesses, our families, and even ourselves. So today I want to just give you some tips on how I combat compassion fatigue, especially 
when it comes to different causes and social issues that I am very passionate about. So first, what we have to really do is to lay down our ego. And I know this sounds like out of place, but we have to tell ourselves that we alone cannot save the world. So me, myself, I, Kate Krako, I cannot save the world on my own. All right. I got to lay that down. And so often when we see something going on and we want to jump, we want to act, we want to support, we feel so responsible. And I mean, to be honest, there have been times where like, if I go down the rabbit hole of thinking too deeply about things, I end up in tears. Like I am just being honest with you guys because I feel so responsible. Like, oh my gosh, but if I don't do this or that or post about this or that or donate to this or that, like this is the reality of what can happen to those people or to these issues that are happening. And it can feel really overwhelming when you put that responsibility on yourself. And it really comes down to ego of like thinking like, oh, I am so wonderful that I could save the world. Like, and that's not true. Individually, none of us can save the world, right? We have to be able to do this as a team project. We have to do it together. So no one should feel responsible to fix every single issue in the world. Okay, so we first have to lay down our ego, surrender, and to say that out loud. Then number two, we have to lean on others to speak out and to support causes as well. Again, we can't do it on our own. Trust that others are just as fired up and want to contribute to these causes or issues. You cannot be the only person to do so, which leads us to number three. Think quality over quantity, okay? So something that I've recently done, because again, I want to be able to speak to them all. I want to post about them all. I want to have conversations with everyone that I know about them all. And that can be really exhausting for people too who are in your circle. When I think quality over quantity, I ask myself right now, what are one to two causes that I can really put my time and efforts into. One or two causes that really interest me right now. And these are maybe causes that feel really dear to my heart or dear to somebody that I know. Um, And how can I spread awareness today, okay? So again, we're not gonna pick 10 to 12 because I mean, there are literally hundreds, probably thousands that we could choose from. Not 10 to 12, we're gonna pick one to two. Saving them all leads to losing yourself, okay? And if we lose ourselves, then we have nothing left to give. So either you're going to burn out or you may end up in analysis paralysis, not knowing how to tackle them all at once. So let's face it, we have big hearts. I know all of you guys who are listening have big hearts, and that's why We're attracted to work together. You guys are attracted to the podcast, maybe to my brand. But also we have businesses and we have families and we have friends and we have 
little people maybe that we have to raise. So it's so important that we don't neglect the people that are right in front of us, right? When we are chasing after something bigger, it's very easy to like put what's right in front of us on hold. I had this conversation with my husband last night. I feel like whenever I'm recording a podcast, I have like a good conversation with him. And what I was saying was not necessarily in terms of um, social causes, but being able to invest in our future and plan for the future and set our future up so that our children are taken care of. And I said to him, it's great that we have this focus. However, we need to just be really mindful and make sure that the focus of the future is never so strong that we neglect the present because what's in front of us right now is the most important. We can plan for our future. We can invest in the future. We can have things set up for our family, for our children, for our grandchildren someday. However, none of that matters if something were to happen, right? Like what matters right now is right now. The impact that we're making right now, the time that we're spending right now, the energy that we're showing up with right now. Um, Because if something were to happen to us or the future that we set up financially should just poof and disappear, we just have wasted our entire lifetime focused on something that we never actually got to. Hey guys, so I want to interrupt the podcast just for a minute to chat with you about something special I have for you. So man, since let's say the beginning of 2020, it has been a time to live through, a a monumental time, a scary time for many, a disappointing time, a time of loss, of uncertainty, of tons of disappointment. Yet, for so many of us who have a faith, we have been able to learn to lean on God even more. And I have this 30-day devotional that I put together when we were in the thick of this, when everything felt uncertain to me. I knew that I needed to write something to reflect what I was going through, what I was feeling, because I knew that there were other people who were also going through it. So I put together this free 30-day devotional to help you step outside the fear, to start leaning on God, leaning on your faith more and more, and to create an unshakable mindset, even when things are still hard, things are still uncertain, things are still disappointing. If you go over to kcrago.com forward slash devotional, again, kcrago.com forward slash devotional, you can grab this devotional for free and for every day for 30 days, you will get a new devotional in your inbox and it's quick guys. It's going to take you like five minutes to read. It's a little devotional. Then it has a scripture verse. And then after that, it has like a journaling prompt. So kcrago.com forward slash devotional, grab it and let me know what you think. And please forward it and share it to other people. So many people need this support and need some hope for what we're going through today. Love you guys. So anyways, a little bit of a side tangent, but 
I think it's really important that we are so mindful and so present. So one way that I can support some additional causes when I don't have the energy or the resources to post about them and talk about them all the time, one thing that I can do is I can support them financially. And I have several causes that I support financially. Um, and I'm not going to like get into all of them, but I actually do want to name one because my business has been supporting this one for several years now. And the organization's called Carranza. You may have heard me speak about Carranza in my book, Thinking Like a Boss, Uncover and Overcome the Lies Holding You Back from Success. And it's an organization to help young girls um, have private schooling in Mozambique. And by donating money, you are donating to their future and helping them set up their future. They get schooling, they get books, they get food, meals, clothing, everything they need, after school activities. And my mastermind is a way that I can support that organization is that when people join the mastermind, I'm able to take dollars from um, their investment and put it into that organization. Um, So not only am I helping support the women who have just signed up to work with me, but we are also as a team able to support these young girls, help them move ahead and work towards their future. So I can't talk about them all, but I can put my money where my heart is leading into number four. If you have brain space to speak out, I would say just choose one to two that are closest to your heart. So maybe your best friend lost a sibling to suicide and you feel called to speak about mental health awareness. Do that, okay? Um, Not only is it something that feels close to you, but the person who's experienced that loss or that tragedy because of that circumstance, they're gonna feel so supported by you and feel just really good that you've been sticking up for them and speaking out. So personally, I've chosen two this season. Okay, again, I suggest one to two max that you choose where I'll share resources, I'll attend events where I can make the, when I can make the time. One is fighting for medical mandates. I've had friends, I've had family members, I've had clients, I've had um, people in my church that I know who have been affected by this. So, you know, I've gone to a couple of the marches now and... I've had people there like say, oh, are you a nurse? Like, are you part of this hospital? Where, like, what department do you work in? And I'm like, no, I'm just um, a mom. I'm <laughs> just someone here who is concerned for these individuals like yourself who are losing their jobs. And I want to help spread awareness because I know, especially in the state of New York, 70,000 healthcare workers all lost their jobs. And this is happening now among police officers, teachers, firefighters, like pretty much any helping profession that is an essential worker in our state, these are the people who are losing their jobs. And it's actually pretty scary too, if you think about it. Like for some reason, it's only the essential workers who are getting these mandates. Yes, other businesses and companies are having mandates, but for some reason, it seems as though those companies are a little bit more flexible. Like maybe they say, oh, like you can just work from home instead, or, you know, you can do this instead. I have not really heard of, actually, I I do know one person who said um, she was losing her job at a bank 
um, because of the medical mandate. And she's someone who has a lot of health issues and like literally has had surgery after surgery. It's been documented for years and there was no medical exemption. Um, So for me, like that feels very close to my heart these days because people that I know are being affected. Another cause that is really dear to my heart is human trafficking. Being a mama to three young children, um, before having children, I did not understand the severity of human trafficking. You know, I, to be perfectly honest, I'm just going to be candid with you guys. When I first had Annabelle and moms would tell me like, oh, you should join this group because this group on Facebook, it will sort of notify you when um, kids are kidnapped or if there's like a sexual predator in the area or this or that, or if there was like an attempted kidnapping in a store. And I remember being like, God, like these moms are like crazy. Like this stuff doesn't happen. Like they're probably like, I, I just didn't understand it to be perfectly honest. And this was not that long ago. This was four years ago. And then, you know, here's the thing. It takes one person telling you that to then start to like turn the wheels and get you to start looking a little bit deeper. So that person planted that seed. And yes, at first it was just a seed of fear and disbelief. But once I started looking into it a little bit more, I was like, oh my goodness, have I been living under a rock my entire life? Like my mom used to tell me this stuff when I was a little kid, but I thought she only told me it just to scare me and to keep me safe. Like I didn't think it was actually real. You know, doing my research, I mean, this is a this is a huge, huge issue. There are hundreds of thousands of children a year. And I'm just, I'm just talking about children here. I'm not even talking about women and men who are kidnapped um, and trafficked. I mean, it's just, it's so scary. And this is something that is not really talked about that often. And I've seen, which is really disturbing to me, people who speak out on this cause on social media who are censored. And I just don't understand it. I really don't understand it. So for me, this is something that is very real and very close to me because it's scary how it takes one instance, right? It's being at the grocery store. And I'm not trying to scare you guys either, but I'm trying to plant a seed like that was planted for me. Being at the grocery store and you turn your head for a minute and somebody grabs your kid out of the cart. I mean, this stuff, this stuff happens and you wouldn't think like upstate New York, um, nice little community, like that stuff would happen here, but there is actually, it's like a big epicenter here. I don't know how, but it has happened like at our local target at the Walmart across the river from us, like very, like very, very close, like within 15 to 30 minutes away. This has happened at multiple times. So like my husband doesn't want me ever going. And I agree with him. He doesn't ever want me going to Target or Walmart or any of those places, even the grocery store with three kids alone. He's always like, if you go, you got to take someone with you or leave a kid home with me or two kids home with me. Only take one. So yeah, again, number four was if you have the brain space just choose one to two. And for me right now, these are my one to two. Okay. Now, lastly, number five, be okay with waving the white flag and saying like, 
I actually can't talk about any right now. I actually can't champion any because I am going through a personal season where I need to be the champion of myself. I need to focus on my own mental health because I am going through something. And often when we care so much about others, it can be easy to continually neglect ourselves. So you may need to be that cause that you support for a season, okay? It's okay to sign offline and to stop reading about um, issues. It's okay to not talk about issues. You need to support your own mental health. It's okay when you're around friends and family to say, hey, you know what? I really care about this too, but I'm in a place right now where I need to just turn off a little bit and I need to focus on myself. And I know that to some that might seem privileged or yeah, I guess like a privilege to be able to do that. However, I think we're in like, I know that we've been in this global pandemic of COVID. However, I feel like we are also in a global pandemic of mental health issues where suicide rates are at an alarming high, like the highest they have ever been. Domestic violence, the highest. Child abuse, the highest. And I think a part of it is that we are experiencing compassion fatigue. And I feel like this is the first time I actually use this word in this episode. And this is what this episode is about. We're experiencing compassion fatigue in a way that we have so much guilt that if we do not stay on top of things, if we do not continue to speak about things and to stand up for what's right, that there's something wrong with us, that we are being selfish, uh, that we don't care. And I think that that is leading to a lot of guilt that is making people's mental health symptoms and situations even worse, and maybe even leading to suicide. I mean, it's it's really, really scary, the pressure that people put on themselves. And I'm like a pretty mentally well person. Yes, I have seasons of um, experiencing some depression or having anxiety. I don't can't remember if I shared with you guys, like when recently when I had COVID back in September, for a good week to week and a half, I have had the highest anxiety that I probably may have ever had. And it was something that was like really uncontrollable. And during that time, every time that I opened up my phone and I looked at the news and I looked at friends and family and people that I follow, their social media updates, my anxiety went to a place that it has never gone to before. And after that, it's funny because for some reason I just could not turn off during it. But after it, I vowed to myself to like not get to that place again, that if I'm feeling anxiety or if I'm experiencing depression, it's okay to just shut off for a little bit and to not be the one to speak out on things and, um, to just focus on getting myself well. And I think that so many of us have to be able to accept this, be able to understand that we cannot do it all. When we try to do it all, we end up doing nothing at all, okay? It puts us in a place of um, not even being able to take care of ourselves. And like they always say, I know it's so cheesy, but put on your oxygen mask before you help others. It's the truth, okay? 
So I hope that this episode really spoke to you today. I know it's a little bit different of an episode. And um, to be quite honest, I've been feeling like I know that this podcast has always been business driven. Um, But part of me is feeling a sort of a lead or a pull or a tug, whatever we want to call it, toward talking more about the emotional sort of behind the scenes of business owners. So maybe not giving as many like tangible or tactical business tips and advice and blueprints or whatever, but talking more about the stuff that um, we go through behind the scenes that we don't always talk about. That again, here's the thing, like business tips and tricks and all that stuff is great, but if you're not well mentally, if you're experiencing compassion fatigue and you can't even show up, if you're not showing up, there's no business, right? No visibility equals no business. That's something that I've been teaching for over six years now. And it's the truth. If we are no, if we are not visible, if we are not present to share about our businesses, there is no business. So that's why our mental health and our emotional well-being is so important. Um, and if you want support around that, if you want a community of like-minded women, you want daily support from me where you can ask questions, you can get coached every single day, join the mastermind. Let's just set up a call. We can talk about what's included, what the support looks like, how I can help you, um, how we can get to your goals that you have for the rest of the year. Um, so just go to katecrackle.com forward slash breakthrough. Again, katecrackle.com forward slash breakthrough. Fill out an application and we will hop on a call. I will shoot you an email and we'll get something on the books. All right, love you guys. See you next week. Hey friends, make sure you subscribe so you can receive the latest episode automatically downloaded wherever you are listening to this show. We also read every single review So make sure you let us know what you thought about today's episode by leaving a review. Love ya.